0: In 2010, a group of movie buffs were tired of seeing movies they didn't like. These men promptly started a radio show to help people find good entertainment. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as reviewers of mediocre cinema. If you have free time you don't want wasted, and you're listening to Superstation 101, maybe you can listen to the Entertainment Roundtable.
1: Hey, good morning, welcome back to it. It's Saturday, 10 a.m. Time for your favorite show, the Entertainment Roundtable. Indeed. Man, get this. Get this, y'all. What? 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 This is an exciting day. It's sort of an exciting, yet maybe bittersweet day. We got the band back together, you guys. Yeah, we did. Joining me in studio like normal, there's Jacob. Yep, it's I'm here. At, like usual. On the phone, Ryan from Maryland. How are you doing this morning, Ryan?
2: Doing well, sir. Mother Nature unleashed your fury on us in Maryland. We got a lot of damage. Power was out for nearly two days straight. But you know what? I'm back, and it's good to be back with a bunch of jet flying, limousine riding, <laughs> just feeling Wheeling, dealing, son of a gun.
1: Let's have some fun. Right on. Woo! Right on. You got a review, too, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Of Detroit, son. Fantastic. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. But also joining me in here, basically the man who started the whole thing, Steve West, is back in the studio.
3: Back in the studio, yeah. Feels weird. Right? a <laughs> good <laughs> going? And it is interesting to know. You think about it because it, you mentioned it in the intro. Seven years ago. Yeah, 2010.
1: It's been a while. Was it 2010? I didn't start working until 2011. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with Well, you.
3: I mean, it started on a little Saturday afternoon show with okay, gotcha. some producer who I honestly can't remember has been lost to time. You know, um, gotcha. maybe the guy sitting across it, from me. Was it you that it was, was the first me. one? Okay. I was the first one. All right. And uh, So it was me and Ryan on the phone and, and Jacob running the board, Okay, so and then we went from there Forgot and for, we, we put it on hiatus for a little while, and gotcha. then, then I was doing the evening up. show, and that's where you came in. And Friday nights would be yep.
1: two hours, oh, an hour of racing and an hour of movies. Yeah, exactly. And then that grew. And then also in here with us, a guy you probably haven't heard on these, <laughs> these airways for a while.
4: Yeah, He's quite still some going, time. Josh, a I'm glad to be back.
1: <laughs> the harshest critic we knew the harshest critic. <laughs> he was for a while and yeah, then all of a sudden he just kind of softened. He did. Yeah, it's really weird. He, I grew up a little bit. <laughs> is that what it was? A little bit. And you may be wondering how do we, why did we get the band back together? Well, the truth of the matter is these hours on the weekend are are meant to fluid. be Fluid. they're fluid. They really are. Um, and this the this hour has been sold to it uh, there'll be a new show on tomorrow. So next week. That's what I meant. <laughs> next week. Man. <laughs>
3: Because I'm not coming back to do this tomorrow.
4: That's true, you're not. I'll only we'll be, on mem- I'll be on tomorrow. Memorex, yes. But,
1: um, so, um, <laughs> I believe we're probably putting the show on a bit of a hiatus. We, we, we may bring it back. This may be
4: just... Depending on how good this show is. S- today, exactly. Is today. Okay. Is it's it's, up, it it's <laughs> up to
1: you. No pressure, guys. So so that's when <laughs> we got the big band back together. Um, We're, we're going to play it fast and loose today. Dave may call in. He may not. Uh, I hope he does. Yeah. Um, because it would be nice to hear from him as well. But, um... Like I said, Ryan's going to have a review of Detroit, Steve, and myself. I actually really want to see land. that.
4: I'm, I'll be uh, excited to hear about it. But uh – well, let's
1: just get sort of the preliminaries out of the way. Like the box office, Dun- Dunkirk held on to the top spot in the second week,
4: and
3: deservedly so. Yes. Right on.
1: Emoji movie opened in the second spot. I guess Unreal. the whole no competition thing worked out. It had to be that.
3: Yeah. I can't <laughs> figure any other reason why, because this thing is being ravaged. <laughs> Puzzled completely.
4: face emoji. I'm having. Yeah, <laughs> really, exactly.
3: I'm having. I'm hearing no one,
4: nobody saying anything good about that film. Children like it. I thought it looked funny from the trailer, but it. I got roasted. Oh, I've seen gosh. more than
1: one person on Twitter say, "Yeah, I took my kids to see the Emoji." Maybe they loved it. I did well, not. Well, yeah, it's for
3: kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, this is the antithesis now of what an animated movie is. Usually, animated films have stuff for the kids, but have stuff
4: for the adults. I just wonder, I wonder if, if don't there see was see where it is for the adults. I wonder if way. there was emojis in the script. That's that's why I wonder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really.
3: At the very end of it, they went, "Ooh, this is poop emoji."
4: Yikes! Yeah, I'm sure one reviewer said been
3: Thrown out in
1: theaters, they're going to put this in the two dollar bin at a local Walmart somewhere. I don't know. It came in number two in its opening week. It made <laughs> pretty decent bank. Money. <laughs> Very appropriately. Uh, Girl Trip still performing well at number three, uh, and, and Atomic Blonde opened in fourth place. And Steve,
3: little, I'm a little disappointed by that. Truth be told. It, well,
1: it made 18 million. Uh, yeah, from what I understand, it had a 30 million dollar production budget, so it should yeah, make mean, money Yeah, I mean, and it'll
3: do fine. But here's the thing: after after you think about what we saw earlier this year. In, and we may end up getting into talking about sequels that were better than the original, so to speak. Yeah. Now, certainly outperformed the original. When you think about John Wick Two earlier this year, this is, for all intents and purposes, something of a female version of John Wick, mm. and Charlize Theron really plays it off very, very well. And they do a nice job of kind of going back into the '80s and and telling this story. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it, Languages in there. There's a couple of explicit scenes in there. So if you're a little squeamish about that stuff, stay away from it. But if you like just good action, butt-kicking kind of film, mm-hmm. you're going to get it out of Atomic Blonde. Check your brain at the door. Just go in, grab you some popcorn and a drink of whatever you like, and just sit back, relax, and have a good time. That's what this is all about. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Cool. I really enjoyed it.
1: I'm with you. I will say I don't think you can really check your brain at the door because this one is actually more of It'll a— It'll make
3: you think a little bit, but—
1: it's got the twists and turns. It's it's got a little bit of the Tinker Tailor soldier spy in there. Oh, you, you, to, you do have to pay attention to catch some some there are some very subtle cues to what's going on, I'll give it that. But yeah, when the there action are. breaks out, it's not and, and if you're expecting John Wick, it's it's not as action packed. But when it, no. when, it, when it when it when it breaks out it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I really dug the the heck out of it an eight and a half mm. for me. So if you like uh spy thrillers and good action movies because uh, it's both. It's two things in one. Hmm. I, dug it. I dig it the most, baby. Um, let's see. <laughs> Opening this week, we have Kidnap, in which Halle Berry stars as a mother who stops at nothing to recover Only her. Halle
4: Berry's back in movies? Yeah. Her, mm-hmm. and, a,
1: and a boy that got kidnapped, she got to get him back. Do it. Um, we also have Detroit with John Boyega, Anthony really Mackie, directed by Catherine Bigelow. Amidst the chaos of the Detroit re- Rebellion, or I'm sorry, wasn't it the Detroit Riots? when the city under curfew um, and as the Michigan National Guard patrolled the streets, three young African-American men were killed at the Algiers Motel. And, Ryan, your thoughts, buddy?
2: All right. Well, I'm going to be serious here for just a minute because Detroit is a very, very serious film about a very serious matter that occurred long before my time. Um, But I will say, uh, Catherine Bigelow, one of her last films she did was Zero Dark Thirty. Mm -hmm. That film is incredible. This film is right up there with that. It's intense. It's riveting. It grabs you from the very beginning, keeps you to the very end. Wonderful performances by every single actor and actress involved in this film, uh, from top to bottom. Um, in, just a incredible, uh, terrifying, terrifying uh, story. It puts you right in the center of what's going on at the Algiers. Uh, it's just my gosh, I would not be surprised if this film gets any Oscar buzz or Oscar attention come Oscar mm. time when, when that need arises. I would probably give it for potentially best director, if not maybe even best picture of the year. I don't mm. know. Right now I'm going to give Detroit an 8 out of 10. I think the third act was way, 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 way too long. They needed to cut it down by 20 to 30 minutes. So other than a 20 to 30 minute less of a runtime, this is a pretty darn good movie very intense it's not for the faint of heart it 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 will make you think it will keep you thinking for days and days on end i mean i just saw this film yesterday and i'm still thinking about it right now it's just really intense stuff so detroit eight out of ten uh i would put it as one of the better films of this year is it top 10 material i don't know we still have a few months left in the year so i will cross that bridge when i get
4: there
1: Hmm. all right
4: yeah, I really want to see it.
1: Strong recommendation. Uh, we got another guest uh, here on the phone, but before we get to him, the other movie opening this week is The Dark Tower. Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey, The Last Gunslinger, Roland Deschain, has been locked in an eternal battle with Walter O'Dim also known as the Man in Black, determined to prevent him from toppling the Dark Tower, which holds the universe together. With the fate of worlds at stake, good and evil will collide in the ultimate battle as only Roland can defend the Tower from the Man in Black. Doesn't that sound exciting? It does. Doesn't that sound sounds intense? good, yeah. Unfortunately... <laughs> Apparently it's not. it's not that.
4: Yeah, eighteen <laughs> percent. Yeah, how about to, I,
1: let me throw something down at
4: you? Please do. Hear that?
5: No,
2: no, 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 no. No numbers. No stars. No ratings. No nothing. I'm going to see this film
3: tomorrow. I'm going to judge it for its own merit. I'm probably going to watch. I'm probably going to watch this on well, day. Anyway. Well, you yeah. may yeah.
1: Uh, you may want to hold the phone away from your, your ear for a minute. Here's the thing: I discovered The Dark Tower, the first book, when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Just got my license. Had no idea what was coming out. Stephen King was my first quote unquote adult author. Okay. I Every time a new book came out, I would reread the ones previous to it. So I have read all of these books seven five, bucks. six, seven times. is the first one. <laughs> and I've seen people online that I follow for years, critics, writers who are also big Stephen King fans, you, reading their reviews of this, this, this film, and you can just feel just the disappointment, mm. you know? Mm. <laughs> they wanted to like this so much, but apparently everything that made This story, Unique, has been sucked out of the film adaptation. Oh, that sucks. And
3: and correct me if I'm wrong, and I may be wrong on this, but I want to say I heard someone say that this is actually a movie that's inspired by the books, not necessarily based on the books. Spoiler alerts,
1: the the final book ends, you find out that Roland has done this before. He's been on this quest multiple times, and he's never gotten it right. So basically, this film series would be considered a sequel. This is the next go-around. So they had a chance to do all kinds okay. of things, and apparently they made it as dull as possible. <laughs> Stink! <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Aggressively mediocre is not something that I could, think I could stand. So I'm. I, this is my first hard pass of the year. And I'm I really will I'll probably
3: go and path? watch it anyway, yeah. just because of the buildup of it. But you know, yeah, I probably will too.
1: But well, that said, without further ado, y'all, <laughs> on the line is this? Is this? Is it the Dave we remember? Dave, is that you, buddy? It is.
5: It's Dave. What's wow. up? How are you doing?
1: doing good, man. How have you been? Long time
3: no here.
5: Yeah, I know.
1: Sorry. <laughs> no worries, brother.
3: <laughs> See, you've got a bunch of reviews to catch up on, don't you?
5: Oh uh, no. <laughs>
2: no.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, man, we just do not watch it. movies anymore. He's got bigger fish to fry.
5: And that's oh, probably no, true. Certain. Certainly watch movies.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah you did. You've got your, own, you know, a podcast going on. If you want to, you want to plug that right quick?
5: Oh, it's uh, DC on Screen. Uh, we cover the uh, DC Universe uh, properties on film and television. Um, so yeah, You're still uh, a... we're kind of on a break
1: though. Oh man, no, come on, dog All
3: right, well, <laughs> let, let's ask the question then, since uh, as I remember, you were kind of one of those who were a little unsure about the DC comic book universe on film. Your thoughts on Wonder Woman?
5: Um, I'm still unsure about it. I uh... <laughs> huh. okay then. I uh, I like I liked Wonder Woman, uh, but um you know, I guess for the same reasons that the critics loved it, I kind of just went, eh, okay. It's got, you know, uh, three boring villains that <laughs> That's true. really actually got into. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and you know what, uh, One of my – a friend of mine who does a podcast called Stealing the Remote uh, made a joke that um, the reason they call it Wonder Woman is you keep wondering what her freaking powers are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It certainly doesn't follow the comics or the – Her powers are whatever the the writers need uh, them to be. Yeah, exactly. Hey, let's give her this power. This
3: will get her out of that. That's all you need to know. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was just kind of curious because it, it has been a long time since we've had the chance to at least to you go over it.
0: At least you didn't wrap any of her enemies in, in cellophane. <laughs> That's true. That's right. We, yeah. <laughs> but, um,
5: I am. I am just as disappointed about the Dark Tower, though. I'm probably not going to go see it. I'm going to hope for you know they just kind of toss that aside and then go to like an HBO type of Game of Thrones like series,
0: which is probably what it needs to be. It probably should. I, it, yeah.
1: It really does, man. I, yeah. Just
5: oh. <laughs> I so disappointed.
1: I'm sorry, but yeah, reading these guys that you know, these these guys, like I said, that I've read for years, and I know they're big Stephen King fans, you can just feel how just disappointed they are. Mm, I'm like, oh yeah. my god, I can't do that to myself. Yeah. Um
5: like I saw the trailer and I thought, Sony, you've forgotten the face of your father, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> see, that's the thing. When I saw the first trailer, I was like that looks kind of Blandy McBlanderson and it, apparently it is. Um,
5: yeah.
2: <laughs> let me impose. Whatever. I'm going to do my best just to have a good time at the theater tomorrow. That's all I'm thinking about.
1: Um. Last bit of like you know um, biz structure. Oh, <laughs> for, for this week uh, coming home this week. This show ever had structure? I don't. A think little it did. bit, you know. We got we do the box office and then the new releases and then coming yeah. home on video. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. If you missed that,
4: that's a guilty pleasure one right there that people yeah, didn't like watching? it, but that was yeah. a great movie. Did you watch it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really. Liked I might have to give it a look. It's Guy Richie. Come you on. You didn't see it? No. No. I actually thought it was really good. I it got trashed, you know, by people, but it was good. Look at that. He has turned around, hasn't he? He has. I actually really liked it. <laughs> it really I had softened a good time. Up. I mean it was overly stylistic and I understand why. Oh like, here it is. Now we got it. No, I was just saying it was overly stylistic <laughs> and I know why the 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 high concept didn't resonate with like regular movie consumers. But because like, he was going for like the Celtic version of King Arthur, right. not the like Disney version. And, um, it, but I actually really liked it. I thought the style was fun. I like. I enjoyed it.
0: Okay. Let me guess. You loved it. So ultimate rating four out of ten. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Probably a five out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <all> it's <right. laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Go see it. Six out of ten. Yeah. Um, you know best what? movie ever. Seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: if you're so inclined, you can bring home Snatched with Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn.
3: Although nobody knows why you would. Right. God. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, God, <laughs> The 20th anniversary edition of the Coen Brothers film Fargo. That nice. was good. I love Fargo. That's nice. The TV show is incredible. And uh, Shout Factory. Uh, guys, if you don't know about the that show that back Shout, back. Shout Factory, they, they release movies that haven't, haven't been or on blue or n- never or haven't been in a long time. They put out these great special editions. But this week you get the double dip of both Teen Wolf oh, and Teen Wolf 2.
3: Well, you could I probably leave Teen Wolf on DVD. You could probably leave Teen Wolf Two out. Right, I never saw it. that.
2: I don't hate it as much as everyone else does, but nothing compares to the OG, of course.
3: Right. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like my wife and I we went and got uh, I forget what we were looking for, but we ended up coming across the collection of Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> okay, Smokey and the Bandit One, fantastic film. Smokey right. and the Bandit Two, a huge step down, but still kind of enjoyable. We'll get back to that later in one of our conversations. Smoking the Bandit 3 needs to be thoroughly forgotten.
1: There's no there's no Bandit. <laughs> there's right. So
3: is bandit. that the one without Bandit? It's the one without Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's Jerry cool Reed get getting out. in the shirt with the cowboy hat yep. and going, "I finally get to play the Bandit." No, you're not. You're the Snowman. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. All right, we got uh... oh, that makes no sense to me. So everybody, if you if you've listened to the show before, you know that normally we have some sort of we follow a lot of news stories. I didn't do didn't even do, really do a rundown. I didn't
3: look at any news this week. Um,
1: I did a lot Well, of what's the worst that much. can happen? They, they, well, <laughs> there's somebody, no more of the show. Somebody
4: passed
3: away.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, you know. um, that's true. We, and a bit of sad news: Sam Shepard.
4: Oh, yeah.
1: Passed due to complications from ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, as many know it. He was 73 years old. He uh, won the Pulitzer in 1979 for his play *Barry Child*. Nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Oscar uh, for his role, uh, Chuck Yeager, in The Right Stuff.
3: Fantastic.
1: I mean, the dude just had a very fantastic career. Yeah. I mean, he's a playwright. He's an actor.
3: Um, and award-winning in just about everything exactly. he ever did. Uh, and that his, his portrayal of Chuck Yeager in The Right Stuff, they became lifelong friends mm-hmm. after that.
1: I think the last thing I saw him in was uh, Cold in July, which was an adaptation of a Joe Lansdale book. He's my favorite author. Really good crime thriller. Uh uh, Don Johnson's in there mm-hmm. uh, He's really good in it <laughs> um, If you like If you watch Happen Leonard On uh, Sundance And you yeah. like that Same flavor Yeah Same flavor As a matter of fact uh, Don Johnson Hopefully will reprise The role he plays In Code in July On that show If they get around To the, telling that story <laughs> That he's in uh, What I did this week uh, Since we got the band Back together I sent everybody Sort of a list Of different co- mm-hmm. you know, questions Topics um, we can just dive into. I told everybody to take a look. If you see any news stories you want to talk about, we'll do that. We're just playing it fast and loose. Uh, if you want to give us a call at 941-1011, if you've seen something, if you got a question, if you want to, whatever, just, just take part. Give us a call <laughs> because sure. we love you.
3: Just call and say hi, whatever.
1: Exactly. Um, first thing I sent out was... Uh, what was it? Movies so bad they're good? Yeah. <laughs> Which we could probably you spend could do the whole day. show we, so we could probably do, do the rest of the,
4: rest of the show on it. Yeah. So, uh, so true.
1: So, uh, Dave, you're on the phone. It's been a while since we talked to you, man. What is something that's so bad that you love it?
5: Uh, the Transporter movies.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> the they're Florida so started. good. Jason uh, Stason. Yep. I've, yep. I've,
5: I've got a lot of Luke on in my head right now. <laughs> so I Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't
3: we just kind of go around and we'll kind of pick it back up because I I can think about two or three or four that I could easily run with as well.
1: All right, Ryan, what do you say, sir? Something that is so bad. Uh,
2: You know, I think just about every other movie I've seen is something that you guys would consider. (laughs) Oh, that movie is so bad. It may be good. I don't know. I'm still struggling to understand. How a movie can be so bad that it's—I still don't get it. Oh no, it, that, it does make
4: sense. It's—it's it's, yeah. it's,
3: it's a movie that is so bad that when you come across it on television, you have to stop and it's watch just it. So
4: bad, it's good. Right, <laughs> like like before the show, be like anything by Ronald Emmerich. Like it's—it's it's like he's yeah. going to destroy the entire world. <laughs> oh, oh, watch it. Okay. It's, well, if you
2: it's you fun. Ronald I'll throw this
4: one out then. The day after tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm saying. The day after tomorrow. That's it. Is fantastic. You've it's got it. That's, that's the whole idea. That I love was,
0: that's how what they, we're going
4: for I love in those movies how they try to throw enough science in there. Right. It's <laughs> just <laughs> the center of the core gravity. And if you and, and uh, you know the core demographic that watches movies have no idea what they're talking exactly.
3: about. Exactly. Yeah, these, these yeah. are the people. These are the people science. that bow at the at the altar of an inconvenient truth.
4: Yeah. Uh, science. Okay now blow up a building. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: We're going to hit sub-zero temperatures. Is The Rock in this movie? Get
5: out!
1: Get out! Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Mine, I showed you guys a trailer before it started. Troll 2. It's so bad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was a movie that was so bad, they made a documentary about it called Best Worst Movie.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good And now we know why.
1: And, man. Which one was this for again? uh, Troll 2.
2: Is that the one where he says they're going to eat her and then they're going to eat me? Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the one. I movie, but I just love that clip. I think it's
4: hilarious. So, yeah, that's kind of like, that is a truly just awful. That's like it Sharknado is. level bad. It really is. Which uh, is I like don't
2: know if anyone can come close to Sharknado. After bad, I watched man. Sharknado,
4: I realized that you couldn't intentionally make a movie that bad. You would have had to have been so bad at your craft and set out to make a great movie to do a movie that bad. It's it's remarkably bad. Like and and I watched the behind the scenes and the director he was talking. He mm-hmm. was like I was studying the Jaws movie. And he was like serious. <laughs> he seriously thought he had a good movie on his hands. I
1: don't know. I think he may have been
4: I think he might have Maybe been watching, watching Jaws 3D. Room. Yeah, 3D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the room is what we were talking about that before we got started. Yeah, too. the room.
2: Oh, hi Mark. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How about you, Steve? What you got, man?
3: Uh, the first one that I want to come across, I actually came across it again recently. You mentioned the Sundance Channel. I was playing earlier this week on the Sundance Channel. Louis Gossett Jr., Jason Gedrick, Iron Eagle. Oh, come on, man. That movie, the, <laughs> as, as I, I when I was a kid, and I watched it in the movie theater, you know, because I, I knew that Top Gun was coming out later on that year. I was big into flight at that point in time. <laughs> I was really honestly thinking about trying to go into the military to try to go to flight school. So, yeah, went to go see Iron Eagle, loved it. Went to go see Top Gun, thought it was better than Iron Eagle. Now I've gone and I've watched Iron Eagle, and I realize just how cheesy. The premise of it, number one, is, number two, the dialogue, and Lewis Gossett Jr. does it so earnestly. He does. Doesn't he? <laughs> it's it's it is so good. It is so bad. I watch it every single time. See, it
1: comes Steve on. West, you had the good fortune of seeing Iron Eagle first. Yes. <laughs> See, I saw Top Gun first, and, you, and then you go to Iron Eagle. Uh, oh yeah, Iron Eagle
3: pales in comparison. None of
1: these airplanes are. You're never close to any of them. It's like we're yeah. shooting the dogfight from the ground, whereas in Top Gun, they're up in the cockpit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and the other bad part about it is, and and looking back on it, you realize this stuff. Jason Gedrick is in this F 16, supposedly, and he is waiting for the radar to lock so that he can fire his guns. You don't get a radar lock when you're firing bullets. Sorry. (laughs) You might get it on a missile, but it ain't going to happen on your
4: guns.
1: Maybe Uh, in that he had a special F 16.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I like any of the Vin Diesel action movies that are just awful, like Triple X, Chronicles of Riddick. (laughs) Those movies. AD. Yeah, all of those are so bad, but they're so good too. Like no, I just
2: think
4: they're bad with nothing to be good about. Oh no, they're entertaining. Like they're fun. Garbage,
2: man. Garbage.
4: They are garbage, but they're fun. They are, yeah. Exactly. Pearl Harbor. This that is, is garbage. Yeah, but it's entertaining. Well, I, I always know, f- I find it entertaining. <laughs> I like it.
0: I about lie. you, Jacob. The, the
4: Titanic it? of World War II films. I'm
0: going to go with one that I actually was reading about a little bit about the production on yesterday, just random trivia about this particular movie. And it's, an, it's a much older one uh, the 60s version of Casino Royale. It's a James <laughs> bon movie. It's actually a spoof. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, it's not not produced by MGM like no. the, almost all of the other. Uh, yeah. James Bond it, it I, the production on it I mean they spent so much money on this film and it didn't make its money back it was it made a lot of money but oh it was just and I can sit and watch that movie every time it's on Sure awesome. oh, wow. Peter Sellers Sellers Orson Welles it's it's yeah. great well, I'm going to
1: throw this out there since we had one go around anybody ca- you know pick a news story from the week that caught their attention anyone No not really no? Dave No
0: yeah. Ryan No, no. <laughs>
1: Dang man, I okay. should have something. You're the I only did. news guy here. New, I did. Do it, I, Newsy. I like. I love the fact that uh, when when they announced it, I was trepidatious that they're going to they're going uh, to
3: great word by the way. Thanks. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, remake the Hellboy movies.
3: Yeah. Oh, nice. And then
1: I found out that Neil Marshall is going to direct them. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out that David Harbour from Stranger Things has been tapped to play Hellboy. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if you can't get
5: mm-hmm.
1: Ron Perlman back? He's a good choice. Mm-hmm. And then this week, we find out that Ian McShane <laughs> has been cast in the, uh, the John Hurt role of Professor Broom, which is Hellboy's mentor. That'll be good stuff. Father figure. I'm like, man, come Ian on. Ian McShane
3: can pull that off in a heartbeat. And it's
1: called uh, The Rise of the Blood Queen, I believe is the subtitle.
2: Hmm. <laughs> okay. I yeah, could, every movie needs a subtitle these days. It's so weird. But as far as Ian McShane <laughs> though, goes, that guy's a beast. Every every time he acts, I want to see, it, see him do it. <laughs> he's so good.
1: Come on. He was really good in uh, American Gods, the first season. Man. I, I still want down. to watch that. Yeah.
3: I'm not, I'm get, not get a, a subscriptor to Stars, so, so i got to wait for it to come out on like a Netflix or something
1: like that. It's definitely something else, that's for sure. So let's see. We just did a round of movies so I, bad there. I, yeah, I did, there
0: is one headline that I, I just oh, cool. looked back through, and I thought we do need to talk about this particular okay. one. Miami Vice reboot from Vin no. Be- Diesel <laughs> on at NBC. No. No.
3: <laughs> uh, absolutely uh, not it was bad enough that, that I had to deal with Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx that
2: didn't happen no was gonna happen
1: it was bad enough I had to deal with
3: Colin it was horrible enough to to deal with Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx in the movie
2: I liked the movie. oh man that I movie mean, was so bland
4: wow well maybe that's one of those guilty God. pleasure movies no it's they not It did
2: have a good soundtrack though but that's about it
1: I love me a good mojito
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well this is a situation we find ourselves in at 10.27am this Saturday
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wow
1: <laughs> um, So let's see uh, We can either go I want to add a question You can either go Another movie so bad is good Or we can go uh, Kids TV shows or movies That you as an adult Absolutely love
3: I want to get back I to love I want to get to that After the break You do? Yeah Because okay. Guilty Pleasure Number two for me okay. Oh, okay. It's an Arnold film One of the very first ones He ever did Which one? Commando oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I cool. had to let him go <laughs> I mean it was just so you could tell he that he's, has a lot of those movies. Uh, he really did. In his early years when he still really couldn't act but it was he was all muscles and it was just like you know what we're going to make a star it out of this guy. It was so painful. Some way somehow <laughs> Let's put him in with the little kid from Who's the Boss. We'll kidnap her. What's the guy from Dreamscape and the Warriors? Yeah, let's get him. He'll be a good bad guy. What we'll do is um, we'll make this elite group team, and he's trying to retire, and we'll suck him right back in. It'll be great.
4: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. bad.
1: Okay, let's see. Let's see. Here. I actually
4: like the little Tomb Raider big. movies. Did you guys ever like those ones?
2: Hey, finally, someone who speaks English. I love the first no. one. Second one is, amp, but the first one is—they're awesome. kind of in that same
4: category as like guilty pleasure. Like they're not great, uh, but they're still the fun. I would watch the
3: first one. I would not watch the second one.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah, Cradle of Life. Yeah, that can go off a very big cliff on a very short drop. But yeah, the first one, I love it. As a matter of fact, it was just on TV before I dialed the phone.
1: Okay. Oh, well, there's the music, man. Aww. Wow! Look at that. I knew it. We get everybody I know to we could do a whole night. show on that. Gosh, we could <laughs> have three hours. We could probably. Finish. But uh, I just put random soundtrack songs in there today. This is brand new key. I believe it was Boogie Nights, right?
5: I hate this
3: song. <laughs> <laughs> That's a it's god awful It's from a great movie, though. Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> You're listening to the Entertainment Roundtable. We'll be right back. There you got a brand new key. I
2: think that we should get.
3: St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer, and donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus,
0: and so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org.
6: To fasten your seat belt, insert the metal fittings and tighten the strap. And in the event of a sudden rush of cabin generosity, your seat cushion can be used to grant wishes. How? By donating your airline miles to Make-A-Wish. Why? Because your frequent flyer account is stuffed as fat as your carry-on. And just like the workout clothes you packed, you're never going to use all those miles. But if you donate some to Make-A-Wish, you can give wishes wings and put sick kids right where you're sitting now. No, not in seats to Newark. Seats to To fun family places, breaks from treatments and doctor visits and hospital stays. Wishes to feel better and lots of times get better too. Push your call buttons if you feel me. Alrighty then. Well, once we reach cruising altitude, you can use your electronic device to make your pledge of miles or money to make a wish at givewisheswings.org. That's givewisheswings.org. And then move about the cabin with pride, knowing that you've made a huge difference in the life of a -a make-a-wish kid. Because wishes work wonders, people.
5: A message from the American Migraine Foundation.
6: It's an absolute nightmare.
2: There's pain that does not stop. I feel trapped by migraine.
5: Migraine is a disabling disease.
6: I feel like I'm dying. You feel like the world's closing in on you. There's nothing you can do. It's like you're trapped in your head. There's no escaping it. You can't leave your body.
5: Don't suffer alone. Make your move against migraine. Visit AmericanMigraineFoundation.org to find help, learn more, and get connected.
6: The American Red Cross urgently needs blood and platelet donations and asks donors to schedule an appointment to give now. Your blood donation matters to the patients counting on life-saving transfusions. Visit redcrossblood.org.
2: Having trouble with your air conditioner? Listen to the Freedom Heating and Cooling radio show this weekend. Need help right now? Be the first person to go to cleanmyac.com, fill out the radio discount request form, and get $252 worth of service for $39.95. That's cleanmyac.com.
1: Yeah, yeah oh yeah. All right. That's Kenny Rogers and what's the name of the band he's with? First edition? First edition. First
3: edition. First edition.
1: Yeah. That's from the, the Big Lebowski. Numerous soundtracks, but let's be honest. Sure. The Big Lebowski puts it as best you yeah. Um, You're listening to the Entertainment Roundtable. We got the band back together. This will be... Um,
3: the last one for a little while. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. We want to be... Uh, like Arnold, we want to be back.
1: We do We do <laughs> want to be back. Uh, it may be in a, in a p.m. time slot at some point, but we'll see. We'll see. Hey. We're going we're to regroup. Um, man, if we get the band back together, we could fill three hours, no problem.
4: We could go oh, yeah,
3: three probably. hours just talking about Guilty
4: Pleasure. Right. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of bummed we're moving on.
1: <laughs> Basically, we've, uh, we've introduced some topics, movies so bad they're good. Uh, the second one was kids' movies or TV shows that you just love, even if you're a grown-up. Um, uh, we could do an hour on this. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. So yeah. let's go back around the circle. Dave, what you got, brother? Uh,
5: the Adventures of Pete and Pete. <laughs> oh.
4: Nice. Good <laughs> song, sure. brother. I don't know that one. I don't either. Was it was on Nickelodeon. Look it up on
5: our good friends on YouTube, son.
4: Yeah. Okay. Tell Something me about for you Dave. To catch
1: up on. I know not want Dave to tell me. He, he brought it up. Dave, tell me.
5: What's Pete? Well, and Pete? It follows the adventures of uh, two brothers, both of them named Pete. There's one big one and then one little <laughs> one. Uh, the little one has his own personal superhero, already the strongest man in the world, and a uh, tattoo on his forearm is a little dancing lady named Petunia. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's a bizarre side of uh, kid of show. Really. Lots of really like solid. Uh, Guest stars uh, were on the show. Steve Buscemi was in this thing. Selma Blair, um, Chris Elliott, uh, J.K. Simmons, like B.B. <laughs> Newworth, a lot of great people wound up being on the show. It was three seasons long. The third season's not quite as good as the other two, but um, it's solid. Cool. It's still, it's just bizarre and surrealistic and uh, deals with some pretty heavy themes while just being hilariously bizarre. It's it's good stuff
1: okay cool I'll, I'll t- take that under advisement
5: maybe you would probably dig it if you since you dig the uh, Rick and Morty and <laughs> <laughs> things like Do, you,
1: you and I could talk new season of Rick and Morty for an hour but let's we'll, we'll leave that <laughs> laying there <laughs> <laughs> okay Ryan what, what say you man either another movie so bad they're good is good or, or, or what people would say is a kids movie that you like as a grown man
2: well, can I pick uh, one, two or three TV shows that sure. I enjoyed as a kid that I enjoy as an adult? Go Why not? For
1: go for it, man. All
2: right, let's go with a triple threat match, son. I'm going to give you a triple threat. Here we go. Power Rangers in Space of 1998, because like I said, the 90s are the greatest decade of all time. Uh, door number two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 90s rock. Anyway, uh, door number two <laughs> would probably be Where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego? the animated series, because you can learn a lot about history and geography from that that's show, true. and plus the mysteries itself were just so darn good to solve, and then door number three. Hmm, door not of the tough, explore. but I'm going to go with this one. No one's ever heard of it but me, but that's all right. My little pony friendship it. Is, is yes. Right, it's <laughs> a superhuman samurai cyber squad. People call it a Power Rangers knockoff, that's it's based on a Japanese show called Gridman. I don't care. It's about a kid <laughs> who goes into computers and beats down computer viruses that are in the shape of monsters that you would see on any other 90s TV show like Power Rangers, VR Troopers, all that good stuff. I have both seasons on Diva I love it to pieces. I love the theme song. I love the soundtrack. Giddy up, 90s rock.
0: Cool. Can I tell you, I agree with the Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, but I'd have to go with the PBS game show version with Rockapella doing the, the, the theme song.
3: I saw a couple of episodes of that. I <laughs> loved yeah.
0: that show as a kid. I don't oh, know if hey, I could watch man, it again. I love
3: that flavor, too. I just kind of prefer the animated series.
0: Well, since you're talking,
2: you're up. Go for it, Jake.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with a movie from my childhood that I probably could watch over and over and over again. I'm going to go me. with The Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> One of the I remember greatest that. animated films ever done. Remember that.
4: I've never seen that.
0: You need to watch you The Brave to. Little Toaster. It's a great movie.
4: Okay. Damn, yeah. you, you need to, to find it. Hugh, Hugo like will it. love it. Okay, I'll tissues. find it. It's got to be on Netflix, right? Get I mean, some
0: tissues. Get some uh, tissues. I'll get it on DVD. Yeah, probably, probably You're love it. at the end. Amazon, some, Netflix, something like I'll that. I'll probably, maybe? yeah. Probably Amazon.
5: Ignore all the weird sequels. Just watch <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. the yeah. original. <laughs> yeah.
4: Just the original. The Adventurous Spoon. The Brave Little Fort
3: Grill. The Killer Blender. All great movies.
1: All right, well, you're talking, so let's just I play love qu- kids movies and I you can, yeah, I can kind of right, go from you, any you category. We're sort of like the Pixar guy from Yeah, right
4: out b- early there. Disney movies. I love mm-hmm. I think the the original Beauty and the Beast, incredible. Uh, I actually love the uh, the animal version of uh, Robin Hood. Have you ever seen the oh, Disney yes. version of Robin That's Hood? It's great songs. I love the like characters. Yeah. I I could watch that endlessly. Um That's back when they were doing it for the on the cheap I know, and it was just—it was fun. I don't know. I love the those early Disney, um, yeah. any of the early Disney movies. Pixar, love uh, the Toy Story franchise. Like every single one of them for different reasons. Like I don't know how they got the last one to be so good. And I was like, they're finally going to ruin this series. <laughs> and it was they better. It
5: on the brave little toaster. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
4: <laughs> exactly. Sure. Uh, yeah. Any of the. And I love some of the early like DreamWorks, like Shrek. Like I love those ones, gotcha. or even the like the traditionally animated like Spirit and um, and uh, Prince of Egypt, those kind of early like yeah. Uh, I, I actually Egypt. like um, what was the one where they go uh, into the new the early America one where they find. Uh, like the you Aztec. Uh, no, 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 no. no, road, no. To, road to El Dorado. Yeah, Road yeah. to El Dorado. I love that one. So, yeah, there. I could go on forever about kids' movies I like. Yeah, you actually could. I love kids' <laughs> movies. <laughs> Thanks for narrowing it down for it. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhat.
1: All right, I'm going to go. Um, this is one that actually I found as a grown man, um, and when I first first encountered the, the show, um, I didn't really like it. I was I was dating a girl, and her, and her kids enjoyed it. And I was just like, "What is this?" But then I caught—I I caught it. I was just sort of in my room, flipping through the channels, and I caught it on the Cartoon Network: "The Amazing World of Gumball." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what this is. I have I've no heard idea. it's very good. I oh, have no idea.
4: Oh my gosh, it is! It is. I'm just trying to visualize you, like on your couch by yourself at your house, grown man. <laughs> yeah. This.
1: Well, the reason I that it caught my <laughs> eye is, is because. Um, the animation style varies, so you've got hand-drawn yeah. characters, you've got CGI characters. They're all oh, living cool. in this one town. Uh, basically, it follows uh, Gumball. He's a little uh, cat. His parents are—his mother's a blue cat. His dad's a pink bunny, mm. big, fat pink bunny. As, as, as you, you would imagine.
4: Right. Sure. He's a politically a blue, correct show. Right. Oh, He's yeah. a
1: blue cat. His baby sister is a pink bunny, mm. and his adopted brother is a goldfish and they just have all these crazy
4: modern family
1: crazy adventures man it is oh my gosh God. <laughs> the animation style but they
4: i do love that when play.
1: they emote the way they draw their i mean they like do very realistic faces like when they scream and they're scared or they're, they're deep in thought like the browse for i mean it's just insane the way the variation hmm. and they're like the the episodes are half hour or two like 12 minute adventures each one and every time i catch
4: it on i can't help it man i gotta watch gumball <laughs> i Don't got
5: I gotta watch Boss. Well, Go is Ball. there an
4: overarching story? Not really. No, no. It's just their adventures. No. Everybody's special.
1: But the thing is, it's,
3: <laughs> everybody gets even a show
1: though even though it's, even Goldfish. it's not you know it's episodic, but at the same time you know they they do sort of yeah build the relationships like they don't you know everyone sort of changes. Mm-hmm. I guess it's sort of like early. Um, adventure Time, where it was they weren't yeah. exactly connected, but everything sort of built on each other a little bit as far as relationships and there would be callbacks and things. But you don't have to have seen everything to get the jokes. I
0: gotcha. So, Speaking of another show that I love, the kids show Adventure Time. That's a great right? show. Right. <laughs> I
1: got, I got kind of got out of Adventure Time when they started getting a little more, I guess, con, you know, firming up the continuity. I guess. You yeah, haven't seen
0: some of the later seasons, but, but it's a great uh, show.
1: What a great show! What a great show!
0: Steve, you haven't done it.
3: I haven't. I've got two. Okay, only on two. The- and one was you've got to remember this was on the cusp of me becoming an adult. I was still very much kid in the brain. Uh, my wife would argue that I still am. Uh, <laughs> Space Ghost, Ghost to Coast. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Space Ghost, Ghost to Coast is just fantastic stuff. And if I can ever find them, I want to buy the collection of all of them. Speed Racer.
5: They have some on DVD.
3: The original animated Forget the movie overly stylistic a little overly earnest I'm talking about the cartoon series Speed Racer. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: I saw some reruns of that, you know, when I
3: was growing up. <laughs> I lived on that. I just See, love you, you you talk about being in the 90s. This is this is <laughs> 70s kid. And that's just the right over, there man. The
1: over earnest dubbing.
3: Oh
4: gosh, yes. Watch
1: out speed.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: I remember the theme song, man. That theme song is very catchy. Yes, it is. So,
4: I'm usually like pretty judgmental on people that are big anime fans because they're just always they're kind of a weird group of people. But someone forced me, like this a friend of mine, to watch Attack on Titan, the anime series, and I was like, "This is actually really good." (laughs) But I'd always hated the people that are the enemy. You're just like they're weird people, (laughs) and and I and I just they're just kind of strange. But I really – sorry if there's anime fans that are listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I did – and I've liked some of the features by um, – I forget his name is escaping me, like uh, Spirited Away and stuff. Miyazaki. Oh, yeah. Miyazaki. Yeah. I like some of his feature films. I think they're really like they, – you kind of have to force yourself to sit down and watch them. And then you watch them and you're like, wow, that's actually really – Interesting. Thinking
1: of that, didn't, did I talk last week about my Ghost in the Shell problem? You know, I bought the yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> It was I bought it last Tuesday and watched it like four times in five yeah. days. Yeah, it's up yeah, to six times
3: in a week. One, one more thing to note, and this is what actually prompted me to, to read the books by Tolkien. The animated versions of the Hobbit and oh, Lord I've of the Rings. I've never seen those. And, and I want to find them all on DVD. Oh, they're, out they're out available. Yeah. but I I just I've, I've only got a couple of them. But yeah, that's what actually prompted me to go and, well, and get the books. So obviously we the loved
4: then the Peter Jackson Hobbit films. Well, I love them. See, the did you? I, well, not the Hobb I love the Lord of the Rings films. Yeah. I liked the, the Hobbit, Hobbit films. Yeah,
1: the the animation house that did the Hobbit, the original one, they only yes. did they only did Return of the King. Ralph yeah. Bakshi did a Lord of the Rings, but it's very totally, totally different.
3: It is, but I still want it just to
4: complete the collection. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want that collection. Did any of you guys ever watch the stop motion Gumby. Oh, movie. Yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah. Those oh, things were yeah. so entertaining. <laughs> I don't know how I got like some sort of throwback to that when I was younger. My parents bought it, I think, from like Cracker Barrel. I, I will tell you this. They're though. so fun. If, if you get the
3: DVD collection without the Saturday Night Live takeoffs, you're missing out. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> that
4: would be really funny. Yeah, I just uh, – they were so know, imaginative. Yeah, we, I just love – to you talk about uh,
2: collector's items forever.
4: I know. It, like I loved how he would just, like, ball up and turn into anything or, like – I they were, just, they were just fun.
2: I got to give oh up. Oh, my gosh. Go, didn't Gumby – I think it was called Gumby's First Movie or his big movie, whatever it was called. Yeah. I remember watching that religiously when I was a
4: kid. So cool.
2: I love the SpongeBob. Yeah, bomb. man, look that stuff up on YouTube. <laughs> the SpongeBob. You. It's a fantastic <laughs> movie. I actually
4: love the SpongeBob <laughs> The Spongebob movie is something. I like the television series. Was... Oh, man, no Spongebob. Yeah.
1: Dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when they do the time travel bit, I almost wet myself. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> that was some funny business. They anyway, are pretty funny. Uh, quick last thing on this uh, honorable mention. Um, Animaniacs is on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I love it. I Animaniacs. was keeping my nephews the other day. I hadn't watched Animaniacs just in the of night. Yeah. I've never seen and it. And I was like, hey, man, you want to give this a try? He's like, well, I don't, I don't know, Uncle Jeff. After the first episode, he's like, yeah, you're right. Hooked. I well, love
3: it. Well, that's a throwback to the old Warner Brothers Looney Tunes, oh, which yeah. if you catch them on television now, they're all hacked up because you know, gosh, we got to be politically correct. <laughs> they you know, were I'm so sorry. Offensive, were they? Nobody <laughs> honestly believes that the coyote's going to get up and walk after he's thrown off a thousand-foot cliff. Right. You know, we were kids. We understood this was imagination. We had fun with it. Yeah, we did. But we have to hack these things up so they're not as much fun we now it, as, as they are as, as they were in the then. Face. I want to go back and I want to get the uncut Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny, Road Runner. Daffy Duck, all there, those buddy. guys.
1: I got three or four of the Golden Collection. Oh, that's fantastic. Four <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Good stuff. Oh, I still, you got to put a pinky in the brain
1: in there. In there. Pinky, pinky in, the in the brain. What do we do every day, Pinky? Mm-hmm. Try and take over and the take world. world. What was that, Dave? <laughs> on
5: those oh, man, I love Hang that.
4: Hang on, Ryan. Tree. Hang on, Ryan. Dave.
1: Hang on. Go ahead, Dave.
5: Aren't there like little like intros with Whoopi Goldberg? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg different explaining people. that these cartoons are racially insensitive.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yes, there are on these Go <laughs> collections. They do. They're like, all right, look. Before they begin, they're like, look, these were made back in the thirties and forties. Attitudes were a bit different. Oh gosh, shut they up. They just put it in historical context. They're not like, don't show your children. It's just like, here's a little context.
3: Yeah. What? Do me a favor. Go get Schoolhouse Rock. But
1: <laughs> well, I love the animatics because they, instead of a, a moral, they bring out the wheel of morality, and it's never actually anything. That yeah. Is it a lesson? I Which,
3: like by the way, and, and I was actually serious about saying, go get Schoolhouse Rock. Absolutely, it's fantastic. That's good stuff. What's I the grew next up on thing here? What's
1: the, I'm going to skip over these next two because next three because they're kind of eh, um, and go to retro TV worth
4: watching. Oh, that's a good. That's a really good <laughs> question.
0: But how far back are we considering? Retro? Retro's
4: retro, man. Go back as far as you want. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it, not last year is not retro. Okay.
4: Right. Yeah, the
3: oh. '90s might not. Be. <laughs>
1: We'll call it the 90s. The 90s count as retro, son. <laughs> of, course, of course it does. Yeah, it's
3: I'm awesome. sorry. It really does. Well, Welcome to welcome to How Things Work. Uh, Re- yeah, right on. I, 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 hate to, I hate to tell you this, but 1990 songs are about are, are making it onto classic rock radio stations now. Yeah, so. they are. So, Dave. The
4: Backstreet Boys are on classic rock? No. Hey, let Dave talk. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
3: actual, actual music, not the Backstreet Boys. <laughs>
4: ooh, ooh, deep cuts, man.
5: Deep cuts.
1: What's that you, Dave. <laughs>
5: um, well, another one's going to go uh, the Seinfeld route or the uh, you know Fresh Prince of Bel Air route. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say News Radio. Oh, oh yeah, nice. great show.
0: Hmm.
5: Fantastic show. Okay. Nice pull. Five seasons. It's all on DVD.
0: Okay, cool. Hmm.
1: Now I'm going to skip around. Steve, what I say you, man?
3: Uh, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago uh, when we were kind of going through this. Mash. Right. I mm, <laughs> Mash was so good. You know what? Amazing, amazing show.
1: I haven't. I don't think I've seen more than a dozen episodes of Mash.
3: To be honest with you, it's Got funny. Got to go back and check it out. Sorry, it's beautiful stuff. And I think, not, have and on the DVDs now that you can
5: turn off the laugh tracks,
3: which is even better. The
5: producers, the producers didn't want them to be a laugh track. Yeah, and the studio wanted them to have it. It's like it's a comedy, but you can turn it off, and it plays completely differently, and I, I think hate, a lot better. Yeah, I hate laugh tracks. Okay,
4: cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, well, how about you, Ryan? What uh, retro TV do you? Um...
4: Well,
2: I'm Power can't... Rangers. I'm still going to stick in the 90s. And, David, I think you may have heard of these two different titles. Jacob, maybe even uh, the little Tale specter known as Josh over here. Maybe you've heard of these as well. I don't know. Um, There are two things. There are two game shows I still want to be a part of to this day. 20 years, 15 years later, however long it's been, Nickelodeon Guts, and Legends of the Hidden Temple. Heck yes. Drop the mic on Nick. <laughs> can I
0: can I tell you, Ryan, that it, the other day I was I, I was bored and I was Googling trying to see if I could buy a glowing piece of the aggro crag and I, I you can't find it anywhere. <laughs> so for those that who don't know That is something you'll God. only hear on this show. Yeah for those who don't know <laughs> no one ever For those who don't know, it was like the trophy they gave you if you won guts. Okay. Aggro Crag. Aggro Crag. Aggro Crag
1: It's
2: gonna roughly okay. the rules. No.
1: I believe it was Lisa Simpson who said, "I recognize all those words, but that order makes no sense to me." <laughs> was it Yahoo Serious? <laughs> <think> oh <so>, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Movie festivals. That's fine. Okay. What about, uh, how about you,
4: man? I'm. You know, I have a weird like TV education. No So kidding. my t- like I have holes in like my timeline of watching TV. So I actually like a lot of really older shows. And I don't watch a lot of like newer shows. I watch some of the Netflix stuff. Like, You're you so know. fancy. But no, no, that's not, no, that's not. <laughs> It's because I was homeschooled, and we didn't watch a lot of, gotcha. uh, like, okay. modern stuff. We watched a lot of old stuff. So I have, a, like, a funny education. I just started watching again with my wife, uh, Dick Van Dyke, on Netflix. Okay. That show's actually funny. Like, yeah. at first I was like, nah, eh, this is not going to be funny. This is so old. Like, Dick Van Dyke's, like, physical acting is hilarious. They're very similar to, like, Jim Carrey. Uh, I like that. I actually like Dragnet. did you ever watch the old Dragnet? Yeah. It was great. It was yeah. so, so boring, but, like... Like a matter of fact, just the facts, just the facts man. Facts, man. <laughs> just the facts. Man, I feel um, kind of bland in my pick. And then, uh, yeah, I you know, uh, Little House on the Prairie was a, a great series. Very wholesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is, very wholesome. That explains so much. Very wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> that explains so much. No, I actually <laughs> liked that show. I liked that show. I'm just, I'm just giving you. Everyone a in the world watched that show for yeah, a few years. Yeah, I did. We did.
3: I did. Yeah, okay.
2: I'll give you Jr. Oh, I
5: watched it.
2: Josh, I respect your picks, but if I had my way, man, I would stick you in front of a TV and shove Fox Kids in your face, man. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Half
3: of which you would reject. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no. There's some flavor-flav in the 90s on Fox Kids, man. Don't I mean, mess with my Spider-Man or X-Men. Thank you for
3: making my point for me. There's some flavor-flav oh, in on, there. that's great television, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my pick is my, – my, my main pick is kind of obvious at this point now, uh, but – Always, whenever you get asked this question, The Twilight Zone, baby. Oh, Twilight I love Zone. The yeah. Twilight Zone.
4: <laughs> oh, so And even The good. Outer Limits. Right on. I still watch The Twilight Zone. It's on Netflix. Right on. And All in the Family. Yeah. All in the
1: Family. It kind of, right. yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: I
1: remember watching I that with my, uh, my, 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 my papa. <laughs> and, well, and you think He about,
3: loved Archie Bunker. You think about what Norman Lear did in, in shows like All in the Family. Uh, good Times, mm-hmm. which was a Norman Lear thing. It only lasted four seasons, but a very, very well-received show oh, by and yeah. large. Uh, those shows that were all in there, The Odd Couple, all those Norman Lear shows from the early '70s, Jefferson's Baby.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. Jefferson's exactly. None of them were actually anywhere near politically correct. No, no. Chip, Je- did you like X Files? Did you ever watch that? Like, I, I felt like that was somewhat in the Twilight Zone. Kinda. I watched
1: probably seasons three through six, leading up to okay. the first movie, I believe. Yeah. Uh, pretty rarely, and once uh, once Mulder disappeared, I was like, ah, psh, Who are these people? I <laughs>
4: I just love – The Twilight Zone is probably one of my guilty pleasures. Like, I could watch – Oh, yeah. There's always some big moral question, like, they're answering through each show.
0: All right. I'm about about to toss a question out there. Seriously, you're just going to skip me for retro? Oh, you're just going to skip me completely? That's
1: right. You you you, you piggybacked on Ryan with the temple thing.
0: Yeah, that's right. I didn't actually get to talk about anything, (laughs) Jeff. Thanks a lot. He's sitting here waiting on his turn. We 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 were all dazzled
3: by (laughs) agrocrack.
0: That's right. I confused everybody. Uh, so I'm gonna go with two older sitcoms uh-huh. okay uh, one of them is an American sitcom one is actually a British sitcom okay. uh, the first one uh, the old 1960s ver- or 70s I think it actually was is get smart oh so good 60s Such, yeah 60s so yeah I remember I mean that came on I didn't get to watch it until it was on Nickelodeon Nick at night late at night you mm. know it was back when they actually <laughs> did really old shows sure. yeah of course I say that and then you know friends is like 20 something years old but yeah, anyways uh but loved that show as a kid that was uh fantastic so good. Th- that dude the i forget the actor that played uh um but he ended up going on and being the voice of inspector gadget and oh yeah just oh really that was the
2: same dude yeah same, same dude,
0: dude yeah uh, oh,
3: man, just
0: got blown. <laughs>
3: <laughs> i'm thoroughly whiffing on the name yeah i Somebody's looking it up. Yeah, but anyways, what's the other one? The other one, Jacob Inspector Gadget, that was a good too, one?
2: one. Yeah, the other
0: one is a British comedy that I absolutely loved as a Don kid. Adams. Yep. Don, Don Adams, thank you, Don Adams. Yeah, so uh, the other one is a British comedy that I absolutely loved as a kid. It's called Are You Being Served? It used to come on PBS. It's an amazing I show. Out. I don't uh, remember that. It was. It's. It's like it's set in this department store and it's just kind of the interplay between these the the men and the women's department in this department store you hardly ever go outside of that one set it's it's I didn't realize that was what writing. the name
3: was i i have seen i've seen episodes yeah
0: it's brilliant writing i mean it's it's so funny even even today it was well, kind of like the one that was set in the hotel yeah they did a they did like a re- towers thank you well they they actually did a, a kind of a re imagining of the show later on where they were older and they had all taken over a hotel called Are You Being Served To? Okay. But, yeah. Huh. Kind it was a great all, show. All along those same lines. Yeah.
1: Yep. You brought, yeah, you brought up the Brits. How about, uh, Benny Hill. Rowan Atkinson, well, that's <laughs> Rowan Atkinson had a show called Black Adder, which follows this, yeah. the, the Black Adder family from yeah. like the uh, Victorian times up through World War One, I, I believe. Every, every series, every season is a different generation. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it was so, so good. Smart What's the guy who played the
0: house, uh, uh, Hugh Laurie.
1: Hugh Laurie yeah. is on one. Se- he's on one season. That's like this foppish prince. Right. <laughs> <So great. Yeah. laughs> stuff so like good, I mean man. stuff
3: like that that finally made its way over here. Yeah. You know, and and my dad got on that kick out for a while because ITC and and all those people that made the world at war. And suddenly he was like, oh, well, let me go see what else they've done. And all of a sudden he came across Benny Hill and he became a Benny Hill fan. And I watched Benny Hill and I liked it. And then all of a sudden here came Monty Python's Flying Circus. I love Monty Python. You know, <laughs> and just start watching all these British stuff and you're like, man, this is actually really good stuff.
1: Uh, let's see. Let's go to one. Uh, what else we got here? Wheel of topics. How about great actors who worked through an awful script?
3: <laughs> we were talking about this during breakfast. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna steal it.
4: Oh, you steal? I only
3: have one. <laughs> like no, do it. You do actually? It. I think you said one of you said that you liked it. George Clooney in Tomorrowland.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, that was I yours. Like Great that. actor, horrible script.
0: Well, that's true. I could buy that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. It, it is was, that bad. That I was gonna was say movie Anthony movie.
4: Hopkins in it, was it what was the it was was it the Wolfman was that the name yeah, of the movie? It was Wolfman. Yeah, Wolfman. I watched that movie, and I'm like, how did they get Anthony Hopkins to act badly? Like you have to work for that. Well apparently <laughs> you can get Anthony
1: Hopkins to do just in a Transformers movie for God's Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah that's there
4: you go. That's true. If that's give true. Him the, give him a check big enough, man. He was
3: there.
1: I mean, he's, that's true. He's been in some course material. Hey Dave, you got anything on that one, my friend?
5: I was going to say George Clooney and Batman and
4: Robin. <laughs> that's another good one. Oh. George Clooney, twice.
1: Man, Uba Thurman in there, too.
4: Batman <laughs> oh. and Robin was awesome.
1: No, it wasn't.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Compared to what? It's not I don't even know. so
2: bad as good. It's so bad, I couldn't it's
1: believe it. It's just bad.
4: I can't.
2: Oh, it's so bad, it's bad for Batman and Robin. I can't argue <laughs> that, especially when I look back on it now. I'm like, dude, Arnold was so terribly miscast.
1: Yeah, well, what, what say you, Ryan? I do Great actor. Well, but- you already
2: took my Batman and Robin one. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in my arsenal. What um, what was it? great actor, but a horrible script they had to work with. Is that what we're going yeah, with? Yeah,
1: yeah. So you know my-
2: what? I didn't hate this movie like everyone else did. I thought it was okay, but he- this person was weirdly miscast, and the script could have been a heck of a lot better, even though there were bits and pieces I enjoyed about this movie. Tom Cruise and the Mummy. There you go.
4: Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see that one. I haven't yeah. seen it either. I like Tom Cruise.
3: It, it wants to be the Brendan Fraser mummy. It wants to kind of bring that, but still have some of the going back to the old time kind of uh, suspense. Not really true horror, but more suspense than anything else. It wants to kind of marry the two, and unfortunately it really doesn't do a, a good job of Did you of, go in the of box it.
4: office yet? Yeah? I don't think it did.
3: Mm-hmm. Not really, no. It's mm-hmm. quickly out. It'll probably be on DVD by, I don't know, early October.
4: There you go.
1: Well, I'm going to go with, um, they they got the band back together. Indiana Jones and the
3: Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, with a talent behind yeah. that. That's what we got. That's how you bring back.
3: Uh, yeah, that's what you did.
1: I mean, there were bits that were very Indiana Jones, but well, then there you, were bits that were very
3: much. The, the fir- yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That was yeah. the first major stumble for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was they brought in Shia LaBeouf. Oh, my God. God bless his heart. That poor boy sounds Oh, like no.
5: The, the worst part about the movie was they brought in George Lucas again. <laughs> Not incorrect. <laughs> That's right. understand that fourth movie was a
2: disaster. God bless him.
1: Okay, Jacob. Yes. <laughs> go ahead.
0: I'm also going to go with the Tom Cruise movie that uh, I, I really wanted to like, but man, it's just bad. Oblivion. Oblivion. Man, that movie is That would terrible. be one of my
4: guilty pleasures. I actually I liked, liked that movie. Too. I yeah. hated that right movie. There. I really liked it. I liked when he was fighting himself. That was and awesome.
0: It, and I thought he was good in it. It just, the the plot just never went anywhere. You're so full of baloney. It was <laughs> just cool looking. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares?
4: It was very pretty. I have not seen it he yet. A home in the clouds for Pete's sake. It.
3: it was a very pretty movie. And, and I will admit, uh, if, if it comes on, I will find myself watching it. It just looks but nice. But it's certainly not one of his better efforts. There's Tom like a Cruise million so Tom
0: Cruises. It's
1: <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't know if you... The, when, if there okay, one, if you, you never watched... It, he
3: followed that up with
4: Edge of Tomorrow, which
3: is such a fan... Or, uh, yeah, yeah Edge, which, which was Edge great. Tomorrow, which, which was awesome. Fantastic okay, film.
4: if you've never watched this YouTube channel, watch how it should have ended oh, yeah. on YouTube oh, yeah. of Oblivion. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's like five or six of them show up <laughs> and they're like, hey, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> like, What's up, man? <laughs> it was so great. Yeah. The yeah, Edge of tomorrow was awesome. Yeah, we had a,
1: a show a while back where we did Pop Culture Confessions and one of mine was the fact that I was reorganizing my my, my movie collection. Yes. And I realized that
4: I have more Tom Cruise movies than anyone else. I <laughs> love Tom Cruise. I know I get flack for that now. Really? He he does really really good stuff. Like, I mean, if dude, you look back at his Cruz history that guy, uh, I with you. Yeah, yeah. I think the millennial generation doesn't get him as much.
3: Probably not. Well, they all they remember is like the Oblivions and the yes. you know Vanilla Skies and things like that. Yeah. The really kind of art house, flicky kind of stuff, mm-hmm. instead of when he was in his heyday.
4: Well,
1: guys, man, it was great getting the this band back fun. together today. Had a great time. Absolutely, man. Like we said, this is going to this is our last show in this time slot. Uh, we may we're going to gather, regroup, rethink. We may have a come back in a different time slot, but we're going to take the shows going on hiatus at least for a little while. Uh, we appreciate all the listeners, man. We we love doing it. Hopefully, we can get it back together. Uh, Before too much longer. Um, Once again, thanks for listening. It's the Entertainment Roundtable. See you later. Not goodbye. We're out.